Um, the little kid at the basketball game is the little kid from Are We There Yet with Ice Cube. I oh can't believe you dropped on I that. walked in when Jay was watching that scene. I was like, that's that little asshole from that Ice Cube movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I dreamt of just hitting that kid. Oh, my God. He's fine in this movie. I wouldn't hit him in this film. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. Now, okay. I'm Hold just... On. Jay, you and I just need to keep picking movies with this kid in it. Right? I, I want to see what we can just brew this into. I want that last Casey quote on a headstone. I just wanted to kick that kid. <laughs> there are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Yeah. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. Casey. Popeye's Chicken's mediocre. And our guest, Angela. KFC is the queen. Yes, thank <laughs> you, extra crispy. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme? Not Casey. I Fuck the theme. We're hashing out this chicken thing. <laughs> Honestly, whites above all. Whites. If I'm picking that's, yeah, a, a fucking... Yeah, that's true. Their breading uh, doesn't stick to the chicken right. I totally I'm trying to suck it off, dude. I don't eat it for the chicken. I eat it for the breading. I like breading, too. That's God, the best I heard part. the cartoon spaghetti sound effect in my brain. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. Just imagine me putting a That's whole crazy. drummy in my mouth and pulling it out looking like it'd been broasted. That's <laughs> how I eat my chicken. <laughs> I seen it. <laughs> this month, we've decided to torture ourselves because our theme is Toes in the Sandler. That's right. We have spent the last, what, four weeks already watching Adam Sandler movies? Yeah, this has been a fucking yeah. lifetime. And it's, it's just been hell. Uh, capped off last week with You Don't Mess with the Zohan, which I really wish we hadn't messed with. This week, Angela, you brought something special for us. So what did we watch? Yes, so speaking of hell, we watched <laughs> Little Nicky, which was... Uh, uh, right on par so with uh, what it sounds like was a terrible month for you guys. So. Yeah, it's, really... been, it's been a long one. It's been traumatic. Honestly, like people are asking me if I'm okay, and I think they just really think the stress is a lot more than it is in my life, but I can't tell them I've just been watching a lot of Adam Sandler movies because they'll <laughs> never take me seriously again. But I look like I have light mercury poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're yellow. <laughs> you're yellow, Casey. Angela, before we get ahead of ourselves, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. <laughs> so here's your setup. Um, unfortunately, after a lifetime of sin, you have been sent to hell, but you weren't that bad of a person. Um, so you just have to help out in some of the tortures. You don't have to actively be tortured. Um, so it's, a, it's a little better deal. So... Uh, this week, you have to help shove a pineapple up Hitler's ass. You've got 10 seconds before he strolls through the door. Uh, so while you bust out the Vaseline and contemplate the best angle of attack here, in the 10 seconds before that happens, sell us on this movie. Little Nicky is the movie of the millennium. 
It came out in 2000, and it stars many human beings, including Nurse Julie from The Great Heavyweights. <laughs> Ten seconds! <laughs> so glad that made the cut. <laughs> Ten Perfect. seconds. That was right on the money. Nurse Julie. We I think believe that's how often. she was billed on the poster, actually. <laughs> <laughs> OMG Nurse Julie from Heavyweights, guys. She's my big takeaway. Oh, my goodness. Um, and I looked it up. The other angel is his wife and he met her in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Is this how they met? I didn't know that they met. I knew that it was his wife. She's like in all of his shit. I don't know how I feel about anything now. Apparently this was their love story. Little Nikki. With that emo haircut and was like, I need him in me now. That makes me feel so much better for my taste in men in 2000. Like, you know, I really like that butterfly crazy town guy. I was like, yeah, that guy's going to piss my mom off. Oh, of man. Course. He, uh, much like the titular little Nicky, looked like he had been hit in the face with a shovel. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's nice. They, was, that- was that your taste in 2000? Men who looked like they had been hit in the face with a shovel? If they had piercings and hair that could blind me if I accidentally fell towards their scalp, yes, 100%. So, like, uh, a rusty, jagged shovel, then. Oh, my God, yes. Give them the tentness, for sure. Uh, All right, Casey, unfortunately, you were a little bit worse of a person, so in this little play today, you're going to be playing the role of the pineapple. Um, (laughs) Very sorry for that. You've got 10 seconds before... uh, You've got 10 seconds before things uh, (laughs) kick off, so to speak. In that time, sell us on this movie. A star-studded SNL music video time capsule that made me ashamed of who I was and, frankly, the music I used to listen to. Six seconds. Yeah, I knew all the words. I don't like it. A lot of Incubus on this soundtrack. Uh, No, it was just one Incubus song and a lot of bands that sounded like Incubus, like Filter. Uh, Yeah, there was only one Incubus song. Um. You know, I didn't know the words of the P.O.D. song, and I, that does make me proud. Casey, before we walk down your memory lane of new metal, let's go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. The first scene of Little Nicky is a child killing a sexual predator outside his mother's window. I, I fucking can't. I'm out. Street I'm justice. Out. <laughs> Chris Hansen God, fights back. I always wished your slingshot would be that effective as a child. Yeah. I know, right? All right. Like, you know, I'm just waiting right? for that one time that this is actually capable of murder. John Lovett always playing like a creep. Like he is typecast as a creep. I love him so he plays much. It too well. He's really good at it. He does play it really <laughs> well. I love him so much. He's a harmless gotta, creep. We got to bring him up when we talk about cameos because it's it's just delightful. I do like that he was having a full picnic on the tree, though. Oh, my God, I love that. I was like, oh, my God, he has a pillow. Oh, yeah. Smart. This man this man has a whole, like, creeper kit. He keeps yes. it in the trunk of his car. He All he's got to do basket. is buy a bottle of wine. Yeah. Anyhow, let me set the movie up. Adam Sandler's playing Little Nicky, the derpy third son of the devil, here played by Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel is the son of the OG Lucifer, which is Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, that sounds incredible. <laughs> But unfortunately, this is an Adam Sandler film. Yeah. True. Oh, disappointing. Accurate. Anyway, Harvey's ruled for 10,000 years, and instead of giving up the throne, he chooses to rule for another 10,000, pissing off Nikki's two actual demon brothers. 
So they get the hell out of Dodge uh, in this case. Oh. Happens in hell. So they get the hell out of hell. Mm. Like bad out of hell. Yeah. And it's not easy to find two demons in New York. This, this isn't just another lazy Sandler joke about how New York is full of evil, but because the demons can possess humans. They possess priests and the mayor to cause chaos, including lowering the drinking age to 10. Nikki has to find both and bring them back at the same time to save Harvey from falling apart, but he's an idiot and never left hell. Whatever shall we do? Hey, writers, if you're writing a script where you're making me watch a child vomit, don't. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I always assume they just have anyway, because, like, you know, <laughs> kids are kind of sticky and gross, so, you know, you don't know what they are, what's on them. I don't need to see it, though. Harvey sends Nikki a talking bulldog to guide him. The goal is for Nikki to capture his brothers in this magic demon flask thing. But first he's got to find him, and before that, he has to get his magic flask robbed so that he can meet his love interest, the nerdy, crafty Patricia Arquette. The worst Arquette? I'll let you guys decide. You know what? Let's let's not decide. Of course, Nikki's brothers meddle with the relationship using their telepathic control over Nikki. As the outcast, Nikki is too weak to defeat his brothers and too unconfident to be evil. Yeah, but the humans believe in Nikki, though. Not just Patricia Arquette, but also his roommate, Todd. <laughs> Are you okay? That's how I always say it Todd, too. Todd. Uh, I was, it started as just to laugh, but then I coughed at the same time. A <laughs> double D. I thought you were just dragging Todd. Todd. I was doing that as well. <laughs> and was... almost died and went to hell. You're going to be Hitler. I'm the pineapple. That was Todd reaching out from hell. Like, yeah, that's what you get. Come get me. Not just Patricia Arquette, but also his roommate Todd and his metalhead Satan-worshipping bros, Peter and John. Especially after Nikki takes the court at halftime during a Globetrotters game and takes on the possessed referee. He tricks his brother, capturing him in the magic flask. Yeah, but his older brother is tougher. Nikki sets up a double-double cross with Peter and John, trying to lure the brother into the flask with his favorite drink, peppermint schnapps. Do with that what you will. At right. the last moment, the brother oh, gets wise and Nikki sacrifices himself to kill his brother since dying causes them to wind up back in hell. Not going to work this time, though, Jay, because self-sacrifice gets you into heaven 100% of the time, which we should talk about because that <laughs> has complications. See, it's, it's God's other little loophole, the less fun one. His brother returns to hell and takes over the weakened Harvey Keitel's throne, then brings hell up to Earth, specifically Central Park. When Nikki returns from heaven, his brother has the upper hand, even turning him into a bat. What he doesn't know is that Nikki has God's secret weapon. The Ozman cometh! Ew. Yeah, so of course Ozzy bites off the bat's head. Like That, was, that joke kind of wrote itself, right? That should be a Mortal Kombat fatality. You're welcome. Whoever makes that game, you can borrow that. Yeah, but the that was too big. Like, it was kind of gross how much he was, like, his, they had to, like, now it looks worse than a Snapchat filter, grow his <laughs> mouth around <laughs> the bat head. Why didn't they just make him right. a normal-sized bat? They didn't have a rubber bat laying around? I don't around. have answers to your questions. <laughs> That's why this movie was so right. fucking expensive. They, all the all the right money in all the wrong places. Sorry. Case. Is that the hill you're going to die on? I Pretty don't weird. know. That, that I little Nikki just didn't animate the right size bat. That's the problem with the movie? That was Actually, the problem. no. 
Casey, you've got it all backwards. When they filmed the scene, uh, Ozzy Osbourne actually unhinged his jaw and stretched it out to that size live on set. So they had to make the CGI big enough to justify why he <laughs> okay. was doing that strange thing. After Ozzy shows up and bites their head off, Mickey has one last trick. He needs to get back to hell right quick. So he makes his girlfriend bash his head in with a rock. He saves the day, marries the girl, has a kid, and everyone gets a fucking epilogue. A lot of times, that doesn't kill you the first time you get hit. Yeah, I really wanted that scene to be about 25 seconds longer. Just making a Monty Python skit. One more, Patricia Arquette. One more. Wait a minute. If I would have bashed my head in with a rock while watching this movie, I would go to heaven. I could have stopped this sooner. No, you would have. That's self-sacrifice. Nope, I'm sacrificing myself. Okay, they should have wrote it better because I just sacrificed myself and now I demand to talk to your manager. That's it. Karen of hell. (laughs) Karen on my way out of hell. Casey, do you remember Holly? No. Holly was uh, little Nikki's mom, Reese Witherspoon. You know who was originally considered for that role? Reese without her spoon? Britney Spears. Ooh. She is so lucky. What was she doing? <laughs> I'm so glad she didn't. I, you, it was 2000. This yeah. is still baby Britney. Was she, fi- oh my God, she was filming Crossroads. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shonda Rhimes, greatest <laughs> work. The greatest work of the Shonda Rhimes. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Can we just talk about that? So no, not we for already crossroads. did a crossroads. We podcast. might have had Britney Spears in Little Nicky. <laughs> I don't know which is the worst timeline. Adam Sandler and his influence <laughs> would have destroyed her faster. No, absolutely. That's not. fair. Okay, that's a good <laughs> argument. It is a good argument. You Plus, this is the movie Michaels? where Adam Sandler met his wife. Yeah. So. Britney could have been that? Britney Sandler. Ew. Oh, no. Oh, He's no. no Pete Davidson. No. Oh, he that's could the not darkest timeline. No. <laughs> Instead of Machine Gun Kelly, his wingman is fucking Rob Schneider. Can you imagine being on a double date with him in character? Oh, my gosh. No. That sounds like the most awful dinner I've ever it's had. It's not a double life. date. Rob Schneider's just at a table on the other side of the restaurant <laughs> shouting, you can, can do, do it. it. No. Good, that character. Okay, time out, though. I listened to an interview with him on Tiger Belly, and he's so lovely. He's a really Aww. lovely. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm, he's I'm positively sure. a darling. Rob Schneider. All of the Adam Sandler crew seems delightful, as yeah. they should be. They get to lead fantasy lives. David Spade's still kind of a effort. cunt, though. He is. Yeah. You know, he's like that, like your grandma's Bichon Freeze dog that only likes your grandma. Where you're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> he is cute. He looks like an Ewok. But I'd kick him if he bit me. Oh, Something I did wonder about this movie was I was like, is are these Adam Sandler movies some of the first of their kind where we learn that you can clearly just insult someone by saying something about them, like calling them black shirt, calling someone snaggletooth. <laughs> um, yeah. Calling, calling someone cornrows. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, Pitbull owner, I just burnt the shit out of you, Angela. Just burnt the shit out of you. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh. like, and it's frequently not even anything a, a derogatory feature. No. Just, okay, glasses. No. Like, excuse like, me? Yeah, keep talking about yeah. that. Like, Adjective noun. I right? killed it. And that is a feature in Happy Madison production films. You're, it's very Nick Swartzen, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, and, and Seth Rogen does that same kind of stuff, too. Which he probably... I bet he was influenced Sandler, by I'm someone. Sure. I'm know. fucking sure. You think yeah. that's just them having a lot of, like, insert joke here, freestyle riff here, and then they get to set, and because they're all just on vacation, they've done no work, and there's uh, uh, cornrows. Everybody think we'll of five with. jokes. We're going to make a movie. There's enough of us here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You janitor. Yeah. You, too. It just Everybody. always boils down to I spy with my little eye. Am I <laughs> accurate that they used to call them the frat pack? Am I making that up? I hope so. Isn't Dear that God, a I hope so. Did it I makes make that sense. Up? If you did, I hope you get money for it because that's really perfect. I think that was a thing in the 2000s that this, like, this group of friends were called the frat pack. They were known for like just being the bros of comedy. Uh, the Frat Pack is a nickname given to a group of comedy actors who have appeared together in many of the highest grossing comedy films since the 1990s. The group is usually considered to include Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, Will Ferrell, uh, Steve Carell, Jack Black, Paul Rudd, and Vince Vaughn. It's like a diverse people. cast. I yeah, really that's... It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Um, totally unrelated, but that just reminded me. Have you guys ever heard of Judith Cohen? I've heard of a lot of different Coens. I don't know about so, Judith. So uh, Judith Cohen was a uh, she was a, a female engineer that worked for NASA, one of the earliest ones. Um, she worked in the Hubble Space Telescope and the Apollo Lunar Lander Program. So uh, when the Apollo 13 disaster happened and Tom Hanks got stuck in space, um, Judith Cohen's system was one of the ones that had to be used to bring him home. This is like the actual one. I'm just inserting Tom Hanks for effect. Okay, I was like... Yeah. They didn't. Yeah, he no. didn't, um, right? <laughs> the the people Tom Hanks played. Um, problem okay. is Judith Cohen was heavily pregnant at the time, so pregnant that she actually took printouts of the systems to the hospital with her, and continued working on the math to bring the astronauts home and save Tom Hanks. Um, she solved <laughs> the problem from her hospital bed. She called her boss, gave him the answer to bring the astronauts home, hung up the phone, and then gave birth to Jack Black. Is this, did you make all this up? That Are is a hundred percent true. Because women Jack, get shit done. <laughs> Jack, Jack Black's mom Black. is Jack a math Black's Jack birth? Black's mother is a NASA engineer. Jack Black's uh, half brother um, is another engineer that invented the first U.S. drone, among other things. Jack Black is Jewish. Ish. Uh, Ish. I don't know. I'm like Cohen is a Jewish name. I feel like. There's a lot to unload in this I don't, information. Right. <laughs> I don't know if any of that's right. true. That, uh, I'm not copying pasting anything. True. And it you can't have my Facebook password. True. <laughs> you need to know my mom's maiden name. What's going on? Jack Black's mother literally was solving the Apollo 13 crisis from the bed where he was born. It is Bach and it rocks. It's a rock. <laughs> it just... He's smart. How is He's that music. The legacy? He's musical. Wow. 
Tenacious D, she saved Tom Hanks and he became Tenacious <laughs> D and had a butt baby skit. <laughs> she gave birth to him and then he had an HBO special where I got to see him shit out a rubber doll <laughs> and spray fake poop all over Kyle Gass's face. It's the Lord's work. I just, it's the what does that Thanksgiving look like, man? <laughs> there's, there's an Apatow Mafia, which is the Seth Rogen, Danny McBride, all those people, and it's Adam Sandler's crew is there. Adam Sandler falls under the Apatow brand? No, 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 no. So No, so we've got the separate, Frat Pack. Right, Frat Pack. The Apatow crew. Apatow Mafia. Apatow um, Mafia. Or Team Apatow, but Apatow Mafia. And then there's Adam Sandler's crew. What's their names? Adam Sandler's crew. Just the Adam Sandler's crew. Adam Sandler's crew is the name. That's it. Okay. You can tell they're the most creative. Yeah. Obviously yeah. not lazy. When are all of the above going to stage a recreation of Guys and Dolls? Is what I want to know. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Honestly, show of hands, who do you think is going to win in a fight? Raise your hand if you think it's going to be the uh, Adam Sandler crew. Well, no one. Uh, raise your hand if you think it's going to be the Apatow gang. Apatow Mafia and uh, Frat yeah, Pack. Maybe. I don't even remember who's in the Frat Pack. I thought Ben Affleck was in it, and he's Batman. So Ben Stiller, <laughs> Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. There's there's enough roids going around that group. They're taking the yeah. W. I'm a strong believer that like brains are better than brawns, and so I think like the Apatow Mafia has. A I feel like they'd be cagey. You know what I mean? They can like. I, I mean, I they might just be really high and tired, though. <laughs> right. Yeah, if I it see was... Seth Rogen like being a two-hit fight. He's gonna get hit, and he's gonna hit the ground. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> if round two is we're gonna lock him in a garage, and whoever builds a bong first wins. My vote's going for the <laughs> right. Apatow Mafia. Okay, but I'm gonna say Johnny this. Now. I do not want to be locked in a garage with. James Franco or his weird frog face little brother. So I'm no. more afraid of that. No, girl. I'm going to say I'm going to put my hope in the frat pack. Ben Stiller's cut. Yeah, that's true. He is cut. I, I changed my vote. I agree with the masses now. You guys really, you really, you really brought me over. We bullied Angela. In I don't know, but Franco's got the roofies. So, I mean, you're right. They're yeah. smarter. And also, I guess Bill Hader. Bill Hader's creepy. I, he's yeah, like, uh, right? He's just going to imagine him in a fight. You're going to be like, I don't want, I don't want whatever <laughs> it is. I don't want it. Right. <laughs> he's, he's the crazy guy that never has to throw a punch. Just all of a sudden right. he looks at you weird and the, the other guys just throw down their weapons and run away. Or you look at him and like you blink and then he's behind you and you're just like, what the fuck? Where did you come from? Uh-uh. <laughs> You'll get really good at dodging because I feel like his hands would always be a little wet. And I don't want to find out. <laughs> never going to find out. I wouldn't I shake Howie that. Mandel's hand. Remember he got offended? I didn't stand close to him. I was like, no. That happened? Yes. Yeah. He was like pissed I wouldn't get close to him. I was like, no, thank you. You pissed off Bobby's world? I guess. <laughs> I was like, bro, you're germaphobic. Why are we cuddling? That's true. We're not cuddle. Um, let me stand over here for this. I have a photo of it. <laughs> no one looks happy. 
<laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> I look really fucking excited in my photo. I mean, I was I'm so fucking... excited. Honestly, it was an awesome show. But yeah, he was really. Oh my god! Weird about me not wanting. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to do this for you. All right, little Nikki. We got to talk about what? little Nikki. What no, is what is that? We don't have to. What is so, like every other Adam Sandler movie, Little Nicky had 8 billion goddamn cameos in it. Okay. Like, yeah. we had the aforementioned John Lovitz, who was the sexual predator in a tree with a goddamn <sighs> cheese board and wine glass set up. Honestly, I wanted to be Tom up there with him. It looked like a good time. <laughs> if it wasn't so creepy, if it was, like, instead stargazing instead of titgazing, I would be all in, like... Wine and cheese, pillows right, and trees. Like, John this Lovett's man is place. balancing a wine glass on a tree branch. That's yeah. impressive. That is impressive. I and also, he had some headphones. He had a Walkman on. Yeah. I also he had some jams. I, I had to not respect but enjoy the fact that when his peeping toms are cut short by the woman's child entering the room, he straight up calls the house and tells the kid to leave. <laughs> he knows their phone number. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Hey, Santa's downstairs. You gotta tell him like, "Hey, it's Santa, kiddo, come let me in. I'm downstairs. Run out of there." I don't know. I just I can't yeah. stay mad at John Lovitz. No. So that was that or was John pretty Weathers. solid. So, or is, John. Is Weathers that your favorite well. cameo, Dave? Uh, it's no. I yes, that's my favorite cameo. But I uh, the most consequential cameo is goddamn Quentin Tarantino as the blind deacon <laughs> on the street. Because that, that just be fucking broke me. Yeah. I don't. What the yeah. hell is he doing here? Oh, so I was saying, I love the John Weatherspoon um, cameo. I mean, <laughs> he was fan of him. He, I feel like, and I say this with all due respect, because I actually love John Weatherspoon, but I feel like he's a man who's like, I only want to do trash acting. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he's he been offered some it. great things, and he's like, no, that's not my speed. No. He could do it. He just doesn't want all to. Due respect, no. <laughs> <laughs> all due respect, I'll stay here. Like, I love him so much. He's so funny. His he plays. He does. is I love it. And he's the one who called Patricia Arquette Snaggletooth. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly... That is, I feel like that's a burn my mom would use when she was really pissed <laughs> off. Like, really, you've had to do, like, fucked with one of her kids, but I I think I've heard her call someone that once. <laughs> and it was deeply offensive. I also fully buy that when little Nikki's eyes start glowing red and magical and he summons this demon power that John Witherspoon would just be like, are oh, you going to give me the crazy eye? And give it right back to him. That right? was completely... Into a soul. Yes, yes. Absolutely. I smoked opium with Jimi Hendrix. This isn't shit, man. <laughs> right? You know he's got a cool ass story. Like, no, fuck you. I can do it better. I don't know. I was. A re I really loved Dan Marino trying to plead for a Super Bowl <laughs> ring. That was absolutely so delightful. Hard too. It was. He wanted it, and Harvey Keitel simply denied him. And after you find out, after he leaves, you find out it's because he's a Jets fan. <laughs> I don't get it. I, no I love New York roots for the Dolphins. I loved Regis Philbin's brief cameo. <gasps> Regis gets yes. caught off by a guy in traffic, tells everyone gleefully in the audience how he chased him down, pulled out a baseball bat, 
And have you ever seen The Untouchables? I was De Niro. I fucking loved it. I was dying, dying. He was really excited about it. (laughs) He would be. Yeah. Regis doesn't half-ass anything. He's a human schnauzer. (laughs) When he sees something, he goes for it. I don't know if this is still true, but at one point in time, Regis Philbin was the person who had the most hours on television in history. What? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I'm, I mean, he's I'm passed away since, so it's probably not true. Anymore. It could possibly still be true, but I mean, it was because he had his morning show every day. He was like on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, and yeah, true. With, if they included like all of his syndicated television, everything he's ever hosted, he was the person who had the most hours of television wow. in history. What's the point of being rich if you work that much? (laughs) Oh my god. Better than Regis Philbin was Clint fucking Howard. This is one of my favorite Clint Howard roles ever is like nipple rubber number three. He lives below Patricia Arquette and is just constantly like vibing out in his fucking... Honestly, I feel like he was preparing for TikTok. Like that's exactly what TikTok (laughs) is now and he was just so far ahead of his time. Iconic. His character's name is Nipples. Yeah. That's a, oh my That's goodness. <laughs> it's an Adam Sandler movie. It's his character's or defining now. trait. I know it's not technically a cameo, but I feel like Dante is always Dante, and he was one of the best parts of this whole film. Peter and John, the two lackeys that little Nikki picks up on the way. I keep trying to say, I'm trying not to say Lil Nikki because I'm used to saying. Lil Wayne, <laughs> and it's fucking me up. Lil Wayne, and I Lil don't. I, yeah, no, and I. That's it's always like Lil Boozy, Lil Wayne, you know. And I'm trying little, to remember. Did they ever Nikki. address Dante as Peter in this movie? Did they? Because yeah. really, and he responded. I was wondering yeah. if they like snuck it past. Oh pa- my I was God. wondering if they snuck it past him, and like that's why he didn't have to be credited as Dante this time. It's Peter and John from the Bible. Correct. No, 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 no. I did not get that. Uh Uh-uh, it's not. Hold on. Stop. I thought that too. I thought, oh, how clever. They have Peter and John. I'm shocked they don't have a Paul, right? And uh, because it's usually what you're going to play on if you're going to riff on that. And then I looked it up and I realized that it's Peter Dante and Jonathan Loughran. So just Peter and John are their fucking names. Adam Taylor is just lazy. But he used John instead of Jonathan, so he was might have been being clever. No, that, right? Because the character's name is spelled J O H N, and the actor's fucked, name is spelled J O N. Like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you see how it's different? Wow! It's Peter and John. Oh my God, we're smart. We figured it out. Was Popeyes considered a cameo? I think it should have been. That and that Kmart bag they showed four times. Yes, Kmart. Oh, oh my God. God. R.I.P. Also, Coke. Coca-Cola. You know what I loved about the Popeye's chicken in this was that Adam Sandler movies are so chock full of product placement. <laughs> but this wasn't a product placement. You can tell Adam Sandler just thought this was a really funny joke. That the <laughs> devil likes Popeye's chicken. Uh, and he also satiated the demons by supplying with, with Popeye's chicken. That's how you calm them down. I mean, there's probably no good chicken places in hell. I get it. Hey, hey, everybody's a monster when they're hungry, right? It's all you get Perkins. All Clearly. Chewy-ass chicken. Yeah. 
Ugh, fuck Perkins. Anyway, Peter and John, absolutely fantastic. They help us find out that Ozzy doesn't have any satanic messaging when you play his record backwards, but Chicago does. And I like to think <laughs> that because Chicago is one of my mom's favorite bands. And now I can ruin that for her. That actually she- was like a kind of funny moment in the in the movie for me. Yes. I enjoyed that joke. How many times during this entire movie did each of you laugh? Actually laugh out loud. I, I, more than any of the other Adam Sandler movies I watched (laughs) this month. I'm going to say two to three. Yeah, I think maybe three. I know the Kevin Nealon dartboard definitely got me. That one was uh, legitimate. John funny. Lovitz got me. That's my John second Lovitz. one. Yep. Yes, he got me too. Yep. I giggled at him up the tree with his wine. Um, there must have I, been a third, right? That's like the first twenty minutes of the movie, right there. I did laugh when he was trying to die, and they like smashed his head in, and he was like, "That hurt a lot." Still <laughs> oh, <yeah>. alive. <laughs> that was funny for whatever reason to me. Ah. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield saying, can I take Tithead with me? Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Rodney Dangerfield (laughs) wanting to molest the tit-headed Kevin Nealon. That that was his... (laughs) You know what? I'm going to say the third one for me was Clint Howard. Oh. All right. One for Clint Howard. He always delights. Hold on. I I have a lot, actually. That's a great question, Angela, because Ew. when the Pope takes over or when he when the uh, I'm sorry, when the bishop gets possessed and he says, uh, what has God ever done for you? And some woman said, my son quit drugs. And he said, ma'am, your son was better on drugs. <laughs> that That's shit was true. fucking cool. Yeah, at least he made me laugh once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. A couple. OK. Like, yeah. And. I guess I did get a chuckle when Rodney Dangerfield did a no respect even in hell joke, but that doesn't, you can't just have Rodney Dangerfield show up and do a Rodney Dangerfield joke and take credit for that. I frowned. Uh, what about the relationship between Kevin Nealon's tithead and the, the gorilla monster, the gorilla demon? Uh, that was funny the first time. It was not funny when we cut back to it an additional four times. Angela, can I ask you how you felt at the end of the movie when they did the like wrap up on each character with pictures? <laughs> how did that make you feel? Well, there was a lot of is it bestiality if it's animals having sex with other animals? Maybe not. Uh, but, some, I don't think it's animal, bestiality, but it's animal husbandry. Yeah, the, well, the animal term. adultery when they're outside their own species. I think. <laughs> I feel like this was when they like people first started learning that they could have a lot more fun with Photoshop. So they were like, let yeah. me try to make this a part of this movie. But yeah, I think you're right. There's a lot going on. <laughs> like I thought it was a lot. Yeah, animals having sex is a joke that Adam Sandler likes to come back to. Yeah. And anyone who's like neurodivergent <laughs> or like not atypical to society, he loves to make the butt of any joke. Oh, yeah. oh sure. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. Is this the same bulldog from Van Wilder and Van Wilder 2? Because no. I noticed that. It's Van Wilder. Yeah, but I hate that it had its balls because they upset me. <laughs> I was like, why aren't you? Why didn't you? Why didn't you neuter your dog? Bob Barker told us to. 
Maybe we can recover a little catharsis from little Nikki. How would you kill, Ad I mean, little Nikki? Nikki, right? Not Adam Sandler. How would you kill Nikki for no, legally distinct That's a different him. answer. He can make <laughs> chicken come out of anywhere. I really loved uh, little Nikki's roommate when he volunteers as I've always wanted to kill someone and chooses <laughs> to drown him in the bathtub. Yeah, which is a very violent way of going about things. And but Peter and John are cheering them, uh, cheering him yeah. on so hard, <laughs> so supportive. Although now that I think about it, this was Todd's apartment, so you know you don't want to get blood everywhere. He's going to be That's the one true. who has to clean that up. Right. I'm going to say dysentery from eating that chicken that John Witherspoon ran away with <laughs> hours later. That's Popeye's chicken. It was already old when it went in the fryer. Then you slept in the hot New York sun in it. John Witherspoon took it to his random market bazaar thing, and then you got it back and ate it. That's something. Botulism, something painful. I'm going to say sleep apnea. Oh, that's another <laughs> good. That's a killer. A silent killer. I want to die in my sleep. So why wouldn't I want that for him? You know, that's so that's, nice. Angela's even more compassionate. Look at that kindness. You're definitely going to Reese Witherspoon. Big hair Reese Witherspoon. Big hair Reese Witherspoon. Flat hair goes to hell. You know that. Jay, would you watch Little Nikki again? Oh, dear. Uh, Surprise, bitch. I think I hated this the least. So thanks, Angela. <laughs> and fuck the rest of you, including myself. Resentment I, endorsement. I, <laughs> I had some fun. I really enjoyed Peter and John as the ridiculous uh, metalhead, evil metalhead Satan worshipers. They were a lot of fun. I enjoyed some moments of this. I actually laughed a few times. I didn't hate it as much as the other movies. But I can't see myself sitting down to watch it. So for the fifth time this month, no, I will not watch Little Nicky again. Wow. But Casey, what about you? 2000's Little Nicky, would you watch it again? I was so afraid coming into this just because of what we've been through over the last four weeks. And we've been through a lot. Mm. Angela, we've been through hell and back. Um, oh, it has. I should have made that bad joke. But John Lovitz was a light in my life. And he, you know, he appeared a couple other times in the movie getting molested by a bird, um, a giant bird at that, uh, which was delightful. Um, no, I would not watch Little Nicky again. I don't think I have an Adam Sandler movie I would watch again. But let me put a little asterisk by that and say i am gonna listen to the soundtrack after we're done with this and just roll roll in my late 90s <laughs> early 2000s <laughs> filth power man 5000 when worlds collide oh. fuck yeah uh dave how about you would you watch little nicky again little little nicky little nicky <laughs> little nicky little nicky this was not as actively painful as anything else we've watched this month, so I appreciated that. Uh, kind of similar to, to Bulletproof, I would say, that it was just kind of sort of a, a dull mediocrity throughout. Uh, and I would almost say there's a couple jokes that make it worthwhile, but about an hour or so into the movie, uh, there's a the plot line where little Nicky and Peter and John try and trick his brother into 
drinking the double, some peppermint double schnapps. That's yeah. They and then little Nikki grabs him and pulls him in front of a train, and that is where the movie was supposed to end. Right. But it yeah. continues for another thirty minutes in a whole new plot line. And I just got so increasingly furious over that last half hour that the movie did not choose to end when it was supposed to. That no, I absolutely cannot watch Little Nicky again. <laughs> wow. It is just every goddamn Sandler movie is an SNL sketch that goes on forty five minutes longer than it has any right to. Should have been a TV special. Absolutely. Uh, Angela, you chose this for us this week, uh, so Ooh. it comes down to you. Little Nikki, would you watch it again? You were scared. Yeah, so I think considering the fact that I wanted this movie to be, I don't know, greater than it was with all of the cameos that came mm. out of right. nowhere, you know? Um, I think Casey put it well when she said, you know, all the right money, all the wrong places. So um, I'm definitely going to say I'm going to go with the masses on this one and say, no, I would not watch this movie again. Quick aside, speaking of money, this is the first Adam Sandler movie to lose money. This was the beginning of the end for him. Yeah, they spent something. Don't quote me. It's something around like 80 million and only made like 35 million. Yikes. Yeah. Supernatural comedy was not in his favor Um, so there we can all feel a little bit better but that's the verdict four out of four of us would not watch little nikki again uh but i don't know you you guys decide You, you have free will don't you i don't know angela thank you so much for coming tonight and thank you for bringing us the least worst adam sandler film we've watched all fucking month you Thanks gave us for a having bit me. of light and hope. Is there anything you want to plug? Yes. So I have a podcast for myself. Um, it is called For Micronations by Micronations. There is also an Instagram page for Micronations by Micronations, all one word. So I am Micronesian American, which is a type of Pacific Islander, like you think Polynesian, Melanesian, Indonesian. My family's Micronesian. So, um, that's it's exactly how it sounds. Um, I have different guests that are spotlighted who are Micronesian or Micronesian allies. And we talk about um, just the person I'm interviewing. Or sometimes we talk about topics that impact the Micronesian population or different citizens from Micronesian nations. So, yeah, feel Where free to follow me. Um, you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts or you can find the Instagram page like i said for micronations by micronations all one word thank you tons of thousands thank you definitely check out our podcast so this is the end of toes in the sandler thank god oh, we're god. closing the chapter on january Oh, don't worry. We're coming to a palate cleanse because it's gonna be fine February, which is fucking Van Damuary. Woo! Ric Flair woo to that. Woo! Woo! I'm kicking it off with Black Eagle. I've never seen this film. So I'm very excited for whatever bad accents, bad acting, cardboard box-like action. Um, So yes, join us next week for the beginning of Van Damuary. Moister than an oyster. In the meantime, follow us on social media Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, PPL, Instagram at casey.cinema, 
Patreon slash Shitty Cinema or ShittyCinema.com. Check the description below if you didn't catch all that. And shout out to our newest Patreons. Stay for a song. And in the meantime, let's turn off the lights, get some Popeye's chicken, and throw an ounce of weed in that cake, see? <laughs> Hey, Melissa, I want to kiss ya because I just got an email with your money in it. Melissa, ooh, I want to never miss ya because you're a Patreon love machine. I said, Melissa, we can buy a movie thanks to you this month. Thanks to you and you alone. Melissa, we're using your money so we don't pirate movies because that's fucking naughty, Melissa. You're keeping us out of a red or prison. Just like Superman 4, we're in a prism. Melissa. <laughs>